Hey, so you can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay, now, can you hear this? Yes. Yes! It took me another three episodes to fix that. Really? Yeah, the kids broke my stuff. Wow. Yeah, so I gotta remember. Red, down, black, up. Woo! Black up off me, black up off me. Are you gonna remember that or do you need to put a sticky? Because sometimes I gotta put a sticky. I, I, I might have to just put a sticky over the whole thing that says don't touch me. Yeah. But That's then, probably the most effective. Yeah, but the thing about teenagers is when you say don't touch me, they're like, oh, they don't mean me. Oh, well then, see, see I'm, I'm not. Yeah. That, that, that ain't that life I'm at yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're 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 still in the glory years of having children <laughs> where they're still um receptive to the mm-hmm. idea that you can actually do what you say you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um we're not. <laughs> I mean Devin, he eh, eh. Yeah, you might be leaving that you might be leaving that area. Yeah, we're, we're, he's, 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 he's at the age now where he's seen that we've passed on enough shots that he, he, he knows we ain't Steph. <laughs> we're, 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 uh, we're Harrison Barnes. We, we passed up enough open shots that he knows we ain't taking them when we say we is. Real niggas are just pop him and walk away while he's crying. We, we, we don't follow through. We don't have that full extension on our stroke, so he ain't scared no more. God, that was a great analogy. Oh, yeah, that was. I'm pretty pleased yeah. with that one. Um, but yo, new baby life. Tell me. Well, not new baby anymore. But no, no, she though she got about five months on her. So as of Sunday, so now she old Saturday. baby life. Yeah, I was gonna say whatever day the 29th was Sunday, Saturday, uh, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. No, no, yeah, yeah, Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Because yesterday was the 30th and today's the 31st. I know that as a state worker because we didn't get paid till today when we should have got paid yesterday. Oh, yeah, she got paid yesterday. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm this Monday. Well, this PNC, I guess, loves me. This Saturday coming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> See? I'm, I'm, yeah, we, we know about them end of the month days. You, you asked me about the 15th or the 16th. I can't help you. <laughs> but you asked me when the 29th, the 30th or the 31st is, nigga, I got your back. <laughs> nah, homie, don't let them get you like that. The 30th of July was, uh, Tuesday. I remember that vividly because the bank said they couldn't cash my check because I got there too late and I flashed. No, yeah, no, see. no, no, sir. See, you, you misunderstood. I'm talking about Tuesday, July 30th, 2010, sir. <laughs> black up off me, black up off me. A whole new level, sir. See, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. One of these checks are like a three-check month, too. I'm trying to remember if it's June or July, and I can't remember. 
Oh, that's that sexy life right there. That good three months. Oh. There's there's some months, you know, because the state work, we only get paid once a month, but sometimes we get paid twice in a month. Dude, that's when you have them domino tournaments and invite everybody over for barbecue. <laughs> I need them to do better with y'all. That you get a three check month for once once a year, like I like I do. Jeez. It don't exist. Three check months do not happen. And you know what? I used to think I was balling out of control when I got paid weekly. That is the biggest setup ever in life. I, that has to be the biggest setup in life. Mm-hmm. You get paid weekly, weekly oh. and you splurge it weekly, and then you find out yes. hey, I got to save three weeks to pay my rent. Exactly. Oh, it ain't nothing worse than having money, but you can only look at the money because you need the money. It's like, wait. Right. wait. It's like, wait a second. But, oh, wait. Okay, Tom's on this side now. Um, wait. New baby. Huh? So, so you mean I got to save the first three weeks to pay my rent, and then the last week goes towards my phone bill? Nigga, that's some bullshit. <laughs> when I get to exactly. live my life, like who does, like who does this, like who does that? I just want to be free. When do I get to live my life as an adult? <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember. I was Bella was born, of course. So I was. She was two. She was two, and I was working at AT and T, and we got paid weekly. And I remember vividly um, the first couple months just balling the hell out of control because I was like, I get paid every week. This money don't stop. It's like an everlasting fount of money. Big balling. And um, then when I would run out of money around that third week, I used to go to this place. I don't know if they have them out there on the East Coast called Wells Fargo. And they had um, this, this horrible, horrible idea. Horrible, horrible fucking idea for young people called Direct Deposit Advance. Oh shit! Where they were, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't still, still do that out here, unfortunately. They would front you. Set <laughs> up. You know what that's like. You know what that is like. That's like a tax time when H. R. Blonde goes. Oh yeah, we'll do your taxes and stuff. We'll advance you your refund check. Nigga, the banks are the wire. <laughs> I just realized that we will front you your check, but you got to get us back plus interest. They are loan sharks. And, and, and we were all in because Bella's mom didn't have a job. She was a student at the time. She was going to college. So I was working and uh, providing for the household, which wasn't hard because it wasn't like Bella ate. She was a breastfed baby. So in hindsight, it was just me and my appetite and then Bella's mom. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was I was 23, 24. I had to ball out. Um so I bought into their direct deposit advance program. And the first couple months that I did it, it worked out just fine. Cause I, I didn't get the message till I was like 26 about saving money. So the first couple months I did it, it worked out just fine. By that, uh, 12th month, nigga, I was in the hole. I have finally busted the house one. I don't know what I have bought. <laughs> But it came down to the wire where I had to, I don't even think I bought anything. I think it was our anniversary. And I was like, I'm going to take you out, baby. We going to do it big. She was like, we ain't got no money. I said, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> we got direct deposit advance. We went in there and took out $500 and went to Thunder Valley, the local casino. 
and lost it all in one night. Oh, God. And then realized the next day that while the rent was paid and the lights and everything were good, we didn't have no groceries. So instead of me being prudent and going to my mom who lived up the block and asking her, hey, can I borrow $50 so I can get some groceries and I'll pay you back whenever because you're my mom and you're not going to charge me interest. Nigga, I got the best idea, nigga. So check it out, nigga. Nigga. Look, nigga. What we going to do, nigga, check it out. We going to go to Wells Fargo again. And we're going to get the rest of that direct deposit advance because they actually will front you $1,000. Now, we had zero in the bank. And each check was only 400 bucks. And my rent next month was 1200 You see where the issue is in this situation. Uh-huh. It got to the point where I was... I think I was 2500 in the hole. And... Isabella's mom came up with the brilliant idea to just don't go back to that bank anymore. They won't find you if you don't go back to that bank. So I cut the card up and opened up a bank account somewhere else. And when I went back to buy a house uh, six years later, the interest on that account that it closed without me paying any of it. Yeah, let's just say fuck Wells Fargo, fuck direct deposit advance, the staff, record label, and the crew. Oh. Oh, my God. Dude, the pain. Oh, man, it hurts. Yeah, that hurts. That that hurts. That's ridiculous. Single simulcast, episode 211. I am joined today by the illustrious Tamika and Tyrone from my old favorite podcast that they stopped doing a long time ago. Y'all going to have to check out the archives in Thu's life. Um, we're going to start off with the uh, Miss Lady. Hello. Now we can hear you double time. You got echo. Oh, yeah. Um, am, I still, am I still echoing? Oh, yeah. Well, no, not, not bad. No. No, now you're good. Okay. It might have been a delay building up because I, 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 I dropped and I had to pop back in. Mika, tell them something about yourself. See, usually I would say tell them something about your show, but you don't have one. So just tell them something about yourself. <laughs> no, I don't. I used to have one. Um, let's see. I am... Jeez, I am a lot of things. Um, I'm black. I'm a female. Um, You're a black female. Yeah, I'm a black female. Um, I work and do things and do fun things. I have children. I have a Twitter account, sophisticates underscore four. And um, currently, I'm currently having this obsession with peanut M&M's. Really? Okay. Have you tried yes. the chili ones and the, the honey nut ones and the, the... There's one more kind. There's chili nut, honey nut. It's like honey nut and some... It's another nut one. And no, I haven't. I want somebody to try it. I just want to know how the chili nut is. I, I believe it's nasty. Yeah, I do too. I believe that's like a, that's just something that will turn your intestines inside out. But on the slow-mo um, low, I believe the Hispanic folks out here in California would go crazy for it. <laughs> I have tried the Korean barbecue lays though. Those are surprisingly good, but they're better when you're starving. <laughs> Everything's better when you're starving. <laughs> <laughs> but I was surprised. I actually... I'm actually like like those to the point where I have contemplated buying a second bag. As the, the first bag was free. As the starving people flick us off. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss my ass quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh I know. We walked into the store 
yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, because yesterday we went to Six Flags, so we bought a season pass. And so since we bought a season pass, we've been to Six Flags like three times. We went twice this weekend. We went another time a couple, like last week. We're trying to go every weekend at least twice a week because it's a season pass. Why not? And we were riding back. We were hungry, and Nisha was like, let's go to the store to get some stuff for dinner. And I was like, cool. So we went to the store, and... um. While we were up there, I ran to the bakery and I was like, yo, are those fresh cookies? They had just taken their chocolate chip cookies out the oven. And they slid them directly into the box. Oh, that is the best time to have cookies. These cookies are so, so, they were so fresh that today they're stuck together. Like you have to get a spatula <laughs> and take them apart, and then they they still are melty. Like if you pull them, the chocolate still pulls apart like it does in the commercials. That is the best time to have cookies. I know, right? The very best, like fresh out the oven, warm cookies. Oh my gosh! So I immediately told the kids, "Don't fuck with my fucking cookies," and they ate three each because, like I said, I'm not a shooter. They know that I'm not <laughs> taking that shot, so. <laughs> I got the side eye and they got the milk. So, um, (laughs) but yeah. And I'm also joined by Tyrone, who I haven't talked to since he had a show of his own and was, I think that was like seven or eight Twitter names ago. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? This is Carbon Shadow 004. AKA. uh, AKA Cyclops 1914. AKA. AKA Ghostlight 004. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, Let's I don't see know. how far back we can go with this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's we see got how far back we can go with this. If you can, hey. Let's go all the way back to the beginning, we end up at Dizzy Cross. I'm saying, so here's the thing. <laughs> Tyrone and I are really, really, really good friends who never talk because I lose him on Twitter like every couple months. It'll be like, okay, what am I going to put in to find Tyrone? Nope, that doesn't work. Okay, maybe Dizzy? Nope, not anymore. Okay, let me try Ghost? Nope, not anymore. It's like, where the hell this nigga go? You change names. See, that was the part where my uh, inner dialogue jumped in and said, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just to let you know, it was going to involve Muslims, and it was not the nicest thing in the world, but it was funny. Um, Tyrone, tell us something about yourself. Uh, So I am Tamika's husband, uh, so I also have kids. (laughs) That's how Nick Cannon opened up his dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, so I'm Tamika's husband, so I got kids too, because her kids are my kids, because we made them and stuff. I see how Uh, that works. (laughs) Would you like to know more? (laughs) <laughs> Let's see what else. What else? What else? Uh, I, I work. Uh, I get. I get that money. <laughs> that guac. <I> listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm current. Currently listening to a bunch of random ratchetness because for some reason I just felt like riding around in my car and acting like I was drug dealing. So I turned on some trap music for no reason. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So that was fun. That was fun. It, it might be because I work in the hood, so it's just like you know. I think it's just catching me now. I don't know. When you <laughs> lived in Baltimore, you weren't a drug dealer. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, all the fun of uh, formerly having a show and now not having to be responsible for editing and just coming on your show and being able to talk as long as I feel like and not having to edit this later. 
I know, Great right? Times. Me neither. <laughs> I am now to the point where I do no editing on most of my shows, except when I then listen to the show and realize, damn, that sounds horrible. And then I got to go back and take the show down. It's a whole thing. Um, Fat Man Wild is here. Um, I'm here. I appreciate y'all being here. Check us out. SingleSimulcast.com. Still the movement. Uh, Stitcher. iTunes. Potomatic, I guess. Um, TuneIn Radio. Google Play. If they ever send me the email, like, I know I'm on there. I just... I can see it. I see the show. I can touch the show. But they say I don't own the show. So I can't edit the show. What? Yeah. I haven't felt this way about anything ever. It's like, that's my show. Who else would name their show Single Simulcast? Well, sir, there could be like... I'm like, okay. But check us out there. Um, Leave reviews. Um... Stuff like that. Before we get started in this uh, conversational world that we're in, I just want to say thank you to everybody who clicked like on that comment for that security system that I didn't even need. (laughs) I don't. I live in a good neighborhood. I just wanted to win. I'm just competitive. So um, I won. And so I won a $450 uh, security system. From a homemade system. And I Congratulations. Yeah, totally. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with it. I'm just gonna like I'll I'll use it, I guess. You need to take that joint and flip it and sell it to somebody else. (laughs) No, it's gonna sit (laughs) in a box until I feel comfortable with using it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna you're not gonna see it on eBay. No. That's crazy talk. Yeah, true indeed. We 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 know he'll put it up, and you know, he'll take he'll take care of the. Uh, it'll be completely watching the computer to make sure that nobody tries to break in and record a podcast. How you been? How how you been listening to trap music and you snitching? <laughs> I'm involved in a criminal activity. This ain't snitching. <laughs> I am just informing whoever's listening that this is exactly what's going to happen on this day at this time. I won't be there. But my homeboy Charles will be there with at least five pounds of weed. I will not be there because I'm not involved. I'm not snitching. I'm just talking loudly next to a phone that is off the hook sitting on the table next to me. Now, just let Charles know when you pick him up that Carl did not snitch. It is important that you say that Carl Tompkins is not a snitch. As a matter of fact, if you would tell him directly that Edgar is the one that had sex with his weight. Wait. Oh. See, and that, and that is basically a trap music song right there because they tell all their business <laughs> in every song. And strangely enough, none of them have gone to jail for life like X-Rated did for rapping about a murder on his song. And then I know that nigga was shocked when he came to court and they played his music and nobody was bobbing their head. They were just sitting there listening intently. But they played his track at his court date as proof that he murdered somebody. Is that similar wow. to the Bobby Shmurda effect? Yes. Okay. Bobby yeah, Shmurda, what, what Bobby Shmurda had happened to him, X-rated was the, uh, he was the president. 
X was the first person they did it to. Oh, wow. He was the president and CEO. Okay. Yes. Yes, he's not so only he's a client, so, okay. he's the player president. Okay. So he's so so Bobby so Bobby Schmurter was in fact just, you know, doing what everybody do in this day and age and just jacking his style. Yeah, pretty much. He was swagger jacking. And it just turned out how he wouldn't have wanted it to, that's all. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, right, at so. least he didn't put at least he ain't put out a song and tell everybody who his plug was and who he sold to. He no, just he talked just about the dude. That he murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah. that that that's worse. <laughs> well, yeah, but that, that no that no that just puts him in jail. He didn't put everybody else. Oh, so you're saying because he snitched on himself? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not as bad, I guess. <laughs> just stupid. And then, <laughs> the thing stupid. is, the lyrics of the song were literally, oh god. I lied when I said you weren't getting smoked. Eyes examined the barrel as I watched you choke. Take a deep breath, cause it's your last nigga. You got any last words? Fuck that pig, pull the trigger. What the fuck? Wow. And, and this is this is how people put themselves out there like idiots. She was like, no, no, I had a ghostwriter. My ghostwriter? No, I can't tell you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to call you on this phone and I'm going to put the phone right here on the table next to me. I just want you to listen intently because it wasn't Carl who told you this. Okay. I want you to know that Carl is not now, nor has he ever been a snitch. But if you look at the tattoo that I just drew on my arm, it'll tell you the name of what you need to know. I'm not (laughs) snitching. You're just reading. What do you mean you're blind? Okay, fine. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this in Braille for you. You can feel this paper. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just putting random dots on the paper. If it means something to you, I'm just going to say not my that the person who did this, his name rhymes with Eichel Baxson. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you there yet? <laughs> Do you need a lifeline? Because this so you can call Claude. He was there too. I mean, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Can you strike that from the record? Dispatch, get a, get a, get a, uh, get a. Can we get a bolo out on uh, Eichel Jackson, please? Eichel Jackson. Mm-hmm. When you get there, ask Annie if she's okay. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> now, now, based on the fact that Annie screamed after every time she was asked if she was okay, she might not be. <laughs> the last time I saw her, she was getting struck by a smooth criminal. I'm not saying that the smooth criminal is Eichel. And, um, and she was struck down. It was her doom, according to the last thing I heard. Oh, uh-huh. oh my goodness. So, before we get into the topics that are actually serious. Nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. That's serious, too. Nope, not that one. Oh, yeah, we're going to play that one in a little bit. This dude got bit on the dick by a python. What? I saw that. <laughs> what? This is only funny to ladies, by the way. No, that's not cool at all. That's horrible. Oh, my God. That is a serious... I thought you said we weren't starting with serious... That was, that was actually serious. Oh, my God. Oh, that's horrible. Let's play that. Let's play that, yeah. Yeah, so... An anaconda bit an anaconda. Huh? Oh, huh? God. But he didn't want none. Um, 
If, if, I mean, somebody must have walked by that didn't have buns. That must have been what happened. A 38-year-old th- <laughs> man is recovering in a hospital after a 10-foot python slid through his home plumbing and chomped on his penis, according to the <sighs> Associated Press. <laughs> Where does this guy live? Wait. He's a Thai man. He's from Thailand. Um, oh, my God. Matter of, fact, matter of fact, now that we know that he's from Thailand, give me just one moment. Got to make this all appropriate and all that good stuff. Down, down, down. Up, up, up. Left, right, left, right. B-A. Volume. Thailand. All right. So. Street Fighter music in the background now. Thailand. So. Adaporn. That's the dude's name. Adaporn. Adaporn. Adaporn Boom Machue. Oh, my God. This is horrible. Adaporn Boom Machue told Thai TV Channel 7 that he was using the toilet in his home when the snake bit his penis. I'm just trying to... Clearly, he had to be sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet? Sorry. Not necessarily. He could have been standing and taking a whiz and it just came out of the pipe. Nigga, let that thing have jumped out the toilet. Oh, you're not going to notice something jumping out? Really? I'm moving back. I'm sorry. That's issues. The man fought to remove the snake from his penis for a half hour. Oh, God. Eventually, he was able to free himself with the help of his wife. She tied a rope around the snake as Adaporn opened his jaws before he passed the hell out. Did she laugh for a half an hour first? She probably did. They tied a rope around the snake as Adaporn opened his jaws. A Thai newspaper reported that the snake was released back into the wild, and he's expected to recover. The man, not the snake. So they're going to let that snake out in the wild. It's going to bite somebody else's dick now. No one got, got the taste of dick in his mouth. Lord Jesus. <laughs> that snake is going to strike again. Watch out, Thailand. Watch it don't out. matter. Just don't bite it. Right. Oh, my God. That poor all. That snake. Look, by that snake. Somebody's going to like it. By the snake. Somebody's probably going to like it. By, a sn- by that snake that. taking a bite out of that man, that poor man, that snake is now literally the biggest dick in Thailand. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're sitting on the toilet, mind your own business, and it's like you shit on me for the last time, chomp. Pretty much. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, really, he well, had well, the, the question is, actually came was, through the plumbing. Did, what if he could have been there for a long time? Right, that's what I'm saying. He could have been there for like months. No, no, it, it couldn't have been there for months. It and they shat on him. There's no way it was in his months. It probably called up for a break. And then he started taking it. He was like, hey, what's that? They shat on him and the python thought his dick was some food. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, son. You want me to apologize, but you've been shitting on me for years, son. How much shit is it going to take, son? Was that python originally a pet and somebody tried to flush it? And it got its revenge. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. When I saw that, I had to really stop and and think about my life. 
and what I've seen in my life. Now, is it bad that now, like, even though we don't live in Thailand, I'm very concerned about using a restroom at this point? Uh, I'm not, because <laughs> my toilet is up on the top floor. See, the kids are on the bottom floor. Smart man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though. A snake? How... That dude, I bet he stands up. I bet he squats now. I bet he hovers. I bet he ain't going at all now. He's probably got he's probably got terrified every time he has to go to the bathroom. Dude probably has panic attacks and won't sit No, no, ladies, they understand what I'm saying. He hovers now. Mm-hmm. He, he, he see, it's the public. It's, he does the public restroom squat. Exactly. He's it's at least he's at least six see. inches above the bowl itself. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Here's the problem for this poor man. Now Perfect the next aim every time. And poor snakes. That snake's gonna end up jumping in his ass next time. You better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> they released the snake back into the wild. They had to break the dude's toilet to get the snake out. Oh my huh. god! The snake was like, "I'm got- telling you, I'm not going." <laughs> you that snake is coming back. He that is. Coming back. It's coming back. Because they let it go back into the wild. It ain't like they, like, you know... I mean, unless they threw it into the water or something forever away from there. Oh, um, yeah, it's coming back. <laughs> that oh. dude better get a snake cover on his toilet from now on. I'm just get a saying, snake shield. I'm just saying, you <laughs> bite me on my dick, snake. That's a I'm dick snake. I'm surprised that nobody killed... I'm really surprised that nobody killed the snake. Well, I'm surprised he didn't kill the snake. I would have cut his head off and just figured out how to detach it later. Nigga, you get bit <laughs> on the dick by a snake. You're recovering. I mean, it but I'm saying at the moment when it bit off. me, I'd have been trying to kill it immediately. Like, that's... Mm. But, it's a, but a tenth of, of me, but pythons are ginormous, though. They're kind of ginormous. Exactly. Yeah, but most of, most of it was in the toilet at that point, he's so lucky. I guess, yeah. It doesn't matter. He's lucky his body is still attached to his dick. No, he's lucky that snake didn't climb the rest of the way out of the toilet and choke him out. Yeah, that's what should have happened. Mm-hmm. But I guess it just decided to just take his head off his head. Which... Now, if a snake is listening to this show, that is the best way to inca- that's the best way to incapacitate somebody. Go for their dick, and then wrap the rest of your body around them. They won't move. We ain't going nowhere because we're not gonna try and chop your head off while it's on the dick. We don't want that challenge. No, <laughs> man, this is like a bad self-defense lesson. Yeah, you cut yourself, <laughs> cut that wrong. You you are gonna give yourself the world's worst circumcision. I got a bleeder. Um, <laughs> Word self defense lesson. <laughs> oh man, I'm just people saying. in Thailand check your toilets before sitting down. People in Brooklyn check your toilets before sitting. Yeah, down. I was gonna say. Shoot, did you not Shoot, see people. that? Uh, people in Florida, because Florida got yeah, Florida huge snakes too. Yeah. Dude, you got to think about all the places out here in, in the United States. What what's stopping a rattlesnake from coming out your toilet? Nothing. I bet the you extra turn the lights on when us. you sit down now. <laughs> that extra floor that's below us. <laughs> oh. oh, you know the pipes are connected. Like, nah. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what? Tyrone, I'm sorry to tell you, but I have a banana California king snake named Omar. I'm looking at him right now. Omar can climb the glass of his uh, terrarium. I'm not surprised. So they can we climb have, uh, up a pipe. Yeah, we have, well, we have ball python. We have a ball python at work. That uh, they use in the uh, in school suspension room, which I think is pretty cool. <laughs> wait, wait, that sounds like a gift, you know not what? a curse. 
Exactly. That don't sound like punishment to me. Well, they feed rats to it occasionally, so that's pretty cool. That don't sound like punishment either. That sounds like two failures. Not only do you get to not be in class, but you get to feed the snake. You only get to feed the you get to feed the snake if you are good. If you're in there for a week, you get to feed the snake. If you're in the uh, suspension room for a week, you get to feed the snake. So if you're good at being bad, you get to feed the snake. No, no. If you're good while you're in there for like you got to be in there for five straight days. You got to be good for those five days. You wait, gotta accomplish wait, all the work wait, wait. You're not hearing done. what I'm saying. You got to be just, bad enough to get into that room first. The straight A nah, students ain't getting. They, they kind of use that room for anything at this point. It's like. You're not doing your work. Go to the school special. So, like, now they just send them with work in there, and they just, they're not allowed to talk. They're not allowed to do anything. That's it's still not a, That's still not a good thing. The good kids are being rewarded here. I don't like this program. No, the good kids are great. The good kids are the ones that get to go on the field trips while the bad ones get stuck in the building. Nigga, what if the good kids want to be a snake feeder? They get to. Oh, okay. They just come and get them. Okay. As long as, you know, yeah, like, if one yeah. wants to be a zoologist... They should be able to feed the snake too. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, right now we got to get the kids to want to live past like eighteen. We still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are a little too ratchet for their own good. That's uh, uh, that's what I like to call <laughs> bad parenting. Which brings me to the next uh, conversation. So, Tamika, Mika. Yes. You know what? I can't right now. Uh, Fat Man Wild, spin the beats. This single simulcast. <laughs> Side. Think about a brand new apartheid 
in a cut. I'm laying in a cut. I'm laying in a cut. About to shoot me a mutt. With the boom, ping, ping. Listen to the ill shit that I bring, bring. Heavy headed nigga, coming out the mess. The smog, the fog, ice cube is my motherfucking dog. Yes. Creaking mud, smoking pumps. The gorillas, rolling four deep with the bumps. Show dog got the motherfucking pump. And it's true. T-Bone got the 22. That's how it's done. So you better run, yo. Run, yo. Run, yo. Ass out the jungle. Just hit a gun, go. And we don't miss the lynch mob. The gorillas in the mess. Sit and lose all you different crews, chicks and dudes. So you think it's really kicking tunes? Picture you getting down in a picture too, like you lit the fuse. You think it's fictional, mystical, maybe spiritual hero who appears in you to clear your view when you're too crazy. Lifeless to those with definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the hype shit you like it. Gun smoke, you're righteous with one talk, you're psychic among no possess you with one go. Feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. Hey, happy! I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's 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 coming on. 
The essence, the basics, without it you make it Allow me to make this, child like your nature Rhythm, you have it or you don't, that's a fallacy, I'm in them Every sprouting tree, every child of peace, every cloud and sea You see with your eyes, and see the structure and demise Corruption in the sky, from this fucking enterprise Now I'm sucked into your lives, through rust, so not as muscles But percussion to provide, for me as a guide Y'all can see me now, cause you don't see with your eye You perceive with your mind, that's the inner So I'ma stick around with Russ and be a mentor Bust a few rounds so motherfuckers remember what the thought is I brought all this so you can survive when law is lawless Feeling sensations that you thought was dead No squealing, remember that it's all in your head Hey, it happened, I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag, I'm useless Not for long, the future is coming out
little Tamika Mika. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, a woman um, had her four-year-old child at the zoo, which we've all done before. Um, oh, and the four-year-old child uh, uh-uh. fell over a partition and uh, fell 20 feet. Uh-huh. And uh, then a gorilla, silverback gorilla, uh, grabbed it and uh, started dragging it and playing with it or whatever. And so they killed the gorilla. And I want to get your opinion on it before I say my opinion and change the whole game. Okay. So. (sighs) Wait, before she gets her opinion, the last time she gave an opinion, she called people chunky. So this is going to be epic. Y'all need to just stand (laughs) back. Stand back. I did call people chunky. I still call people chunky to this day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let me say this. No answers. Mm, no fucks are given at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen every opinion from all from every angle between when it happened and to maybe about thirty minutes ago. Um, as a mother with more than with more than one child who has taken more than one child with her to the zoo, while I understand that kids can get away from me for some reason, my kids can't. I don't know, maybe and whatever. But either way. You looked away from your child long enough to allow them to have the thought to climb over the partition that they're almost the same height of as the partition. So not only did they climb over it because they knew they could, because you weren't paying attention, they're the same height as the damn partition. So it really wasn't that hard for them to figure out, oh, I can look over this because if I stand on my tippy toes, I can see over and I can see the big ass gorilla down down the hole. So... Should they have killed the gorilla? Probably not. Probably not. And I'm only saying probably not because every video that I have seen of it from every angle they could have possibly shown the video shows the gorilla looking like he was trying to get the kid somewhere else. Because he was trying to figure out how the fuck did the kid get down here with me. the mother in this whole her having press charges thing (laughs) there are so many angles I can go with this and I don't even know if I really want to go down this rabbit hole Um, because (laughs) you press charges on her then what do you want then what is that really going to prove the kid didn't die. The kid is fine. The gorilla's dead. But her going to jail proves what? That she's an unfit parent. Her kid fell down a hole with a gorilla. I mean, I don't know. You don't press charges on her. She lives with the fact that she let her kid fall down a, unpar- oh, a gorilla hole. Then there's the other side where people are gonna like, well, you can't say that her kid shouldn't have fell down a hole because some we all look away from our kids at one point. And yeah, we do. But you're at a, you gotta be cognizant of where you are and where your children are at all times. 
You just have to. There's there's nothing that I can even say to even justify the fact that she had a right to look away from her child long enough to do that. I just, I, mm. <laughs> All right, tag me in, tag me in, tag me in. Yo. All right, so check it out. Initially, I was like, yo, they killed the gorilla, yo. I was like, yo, that gorilla didn't do nothing to nobody. And that's still my mindset. That gorilla was just chilling, minding his own business. All of a sudden, cops roll up on him. Glock, glock. Gorilla dead. But here's the thing that pissed me off. The thing that made me stop thinking about everything else was when Fox News got their fucking hands on the story. Did they make it? See, that's the only angle I, I chose. I skipped that angle on purpose. I didn't. They immediately started talking about the dad who had a rap sheet. I heard about that. Who what wasn't the even the there. Had nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. Who wasn't even there? <laughs> no. That wasn't there. It was just the mother and, and her and the kids. <laughs> so all of a sudden it goes from uh, the mother and the children and Harambe, the dead gorilla, to daddy got a rap sheet. And as soon as folks found out they were black because nobody knew what was going on, all of a sudden niggas started calling CPS on them. The police started investigating them. There's mm-hmm. a petition signed with 360,000 signatures to get this kid taken away from his parents now. Mm-hmm. I just want to go find this uh, list that I sent earlier today. Hold on one second. Because uh, there's a whole list of people who have uh, had kids at the zoo where shit's happened and nobody got sued, arrested, or anything like that. That had, no, it, no, I was going to say it happened in D.C., I'm pretty sure, between, what, the few times they actually covered it on the news and the millions of times it didn't, Mm -hmm. that they didn't cover it on the news, and nothing happened to the parents, nothing happened to the kids, and um, some of them may have probably done it on purpose. Last year. Put me in the game, coach, I can win. Go for it. (laughs) All right, so look, check it out. So, number one, the first thing I thought of was gorilla lives matter. That's messed up. Why they kill the gorilla when out of nowhere a child just falls into the pit. And the gorilla's like, like, like you said, the gorilla's chilling. Number two, didn't know the mom was black at first. And I was like, wait, what do you mean she was black? I, did, I automatically just did not assume it was a black person. I know that sounds messed up. But I was like, no way a black person just looked away from their kid and let their kid be stupid enough to just climb into an enclosure because the first thing I thought is every time we take our kids anywhere and every time I went anywhere as a kid, we had the preamble before we went in anywhere. (laughs) Don't touch nothing. Don't climb on nothing. If you see something, back the heck away from it. You're not climbing on this. You're not doing this. You're not doing... I remember all of those features. I'm surprised the woman clearly didn't give her child a speech or whatever. And even if she did give her child a speech, the second the little genius was thinking about climbing up there, because if the thing is the same height as the child, the child had to put some work in to get up there. She ain't look away for no second. That, that's a few minutes. So I'm like, you know, okay. I see where people are coming from on that one, but when, when I did hear about, you know, okay, now all of a sudden the father is involved, who wasn't around, had nothing to do with anything. They just, like, so then it's like, okay, so what, are you saying it's the dad's fault because he wasn't there because he had a rap sheet? Like, really? Come on, dude. 
sad face, sad face to the community. All my that, question, like. my question is this: Where the hell was the other kid? Yep. Yeah. And notice the petition's only to remove one kid. Because they don't know there's two. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, what's so okay? So let's so let's play this out. Let's go ahead and play this out. Flip this around. Play this out. Let's say she is the most fucked up parent in the world because she slept with somebody and had two kids. If they're his two kids, by the same person. Might not even be. They might not even be his. So we're just gonna completely I'm flip this whole thing upside made. down and shake all this up. So if both of those kids ain't his, she slept with somebody that has a record. And now she's the most unfit parent ever because one of her kids fell down a hole with a gorilla that they had to kill because apparently, you know. Gorilla. They didn't have to kill that. And, they didn't have to kill that gorilla. Though. And so, so they so. do all of that. Where does the other kid go? Because you know, Obviously, when you remove a kid, you, when you remove a kid, you're supposed to remove all the kids because she can't raise one kid better than the other kid. She's unfit to one kid. The other kid gotta be just as fucked up. So, where do you, where's the other kid? Well, here's the question: Did the other kid push? The, did the other kid push his brother into the hole? Ain't nobody thought about that yet. <laughs> Maybe that's Are we why sure he's in that hiding. he didn't just shove him in there? Maybe that's why he's in hiding. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. Um, according to the records that I'm looking at, and this came from uh, Sean King at the uh, NewYorkDailyNews.com. It's a list. Last year, a child fell into a cheetah exhibit at the Cleveland Zoo. The child and his parents were never identified. A cheetah exhibit, man, fell into the cheetah exhibit. That's the one where everybody should have died. Exactly. A leopard mauled a young child who scaled the fence at the Kansas Zoo. Not a single report. Yes. Question, are the cheetah and the leopard still alive? Uh, yeah. So the gorilla gets killed, but the cheetah and the leopard just get the link? One way or the other, a monkey was going to die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> a leopard mauled a young child who scaled a fence at the Kansas Zoo. Not a single report mentioned the criminal history of anyone involved. Because remember, they uh, took time out to say that, well, Laura Collins in Cincinnati, who was writing for the Daily Mail, published an absolutely despicable piece on the young boy's parents, including every detail of his, child, of his father's criminal history. Hmm. The actual lead and headline for her piece were all about how the young boy's father had committed crimes before. Buried deep in the story was the fact that he is gainfully employed and appears to be a loving father from the myriad of pictures found on him. The story, which is a hit job on the father, has already been shared over 26,000 times on Facebook. Their tweet about his criminal history was one of their most popular of the day yesterday. Now, with that said, back to the list of people who, yeah. In 2014, two jaguars mauled a toddler who fell into the jaguar exhibit of the Little Rock Zoo. The child's identity, the identity of the parents, and their criminal history was never mentioned. Fifteen years ago, a child fell into another gorilla exhibit and was rescued. The criminal history of the parents was never mentioned. At the Pittsburgh Zoo, a child jumped I will say that again. At the Pittsburgh Zoo, a child fucking jumped from his mother's arms into the African spotted dog exhibit and was mauled to death. The zoo actually settled a wrongful death suit with the parents. They never mentioned the criminal history of the family. Wait, wait, they got paid because the child committed, like, 
Suicide. The child committed suicide. Yeah. The child did. Yeah. And the mom yeah. wasn't like investigated for being unfit because the kid just would rather die by a wild dog than be in her arms. Nope. Instead, but, mom got paid. And she said she got paid. But do you notice the pattern though? I have not noticed the pattern. What is the pattern? The, the pattern one. Outside of the gorilla incident that happened on Saturday and the one previously mentioned in that article, a leopard, a cheetah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, a piece of candy. These are all dangerous ass animals that by any account, anyone or anything that falls into their path that is not recognizable That's to them ass, as... Mr. Postman. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yet the but benign a gorilla, gorilla... Benign gorilla... Exactly. But a gorilla who, you know, appears to trying to figure out why the fuck are you in here? You don't belong here. Let me move you. How did you get here? (laughs) Exactly. Is dead. They somehow in somehow or another, the the unfit mother who slept with someone with a criminal record that now that matters more than anything else instead black, of the question how did you let the child go in there black crimes matter exactly now a tiger at the san francisco zoo mauled a 17 year old boy to death a drunk family member was witness taunting the tiger beforehand the zoo settled with the family wait wait he pissed the tiger off mm-hmm. the tiger attacked someone after he pissed it off mm-hmm and then they got paid. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. All right, so there, 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 there's also some, it seems like some little overtones here. It seems like if you're a, a, you know, a tiger or a leopard or whatever, you get some love, but let you be a, you know, basically an herbivore, yes. <laughs> but this is, I mean, but, but this is where but everything they, is going. But they killed him because he was going after the black kid, and you know monkeys taste like bananas. Clearly, I need to watch Zootopia. I am totally missing this. Oh, nah, Zootopia was a lick. Don't yeah, get me started Zoot- on Zootopia. Yeah. That was great. Hey, hey, was hey, I heard a rumor Zootopia was. I heard a rumor Zootopia was based on the, uh, the whole crack epidemic. It was all you know? about racism, <laughs> and it yeah, went that's right over the kid's head, and I giggled my neck off. Uh-huh. Boy, so. To the homeboy Enrique, who I wanted to have on so that he could talk to me about Liam, the little homie. Um, that's my take on this gorilla, Harambe. He may or may not have been gearing up to attack this uh, kid. The uh, records are making it really sound like he was going to attack this kid. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the monkey was going to do. Uh, he didn't know sign language. He wasn't... Uh, he was the leader of the pack and and from what i hear the loud screaming and stuff it agitated him even more i don't know i really don't know what that gorilla was gonna do what i do know is that that kid was in danger the kid was rescued the kid was actually pretty much blessed by god because if you fall 20 feet homie i don't care where you falling from and you hit ground you're dead well, 20 feet isn't that far to die. Can you touch a 10-foot rim? Have, uh, almost, almost. 
<laughs> but uh, I'm just saying he should. I mean, he should. He should at least have a broken leg or something. You know, the yeah, fact but he that has, he, he has nothing. He's right, perfectly okay. He, he must have ragdolled it in the air and just went limp. That's the only thing I can think. <laughs> or maybe he didn't realize he was falling, so the the ground was kind of a surprise because he got pushed by the other sibling. Dun dun dun. <laughs> but he ain't gonna talk about because he don't snitch. Um, but bottom line is, I just provide possible theories about things that might have happened so you in a place snitching. next to a farm. You possibly <laughs> snitching. Stop it! Stop it! You ain't even dry snitching. It's it's more of a damp snitch. You you just <laughs> you're in the area of snitching. You're circling around the snitching. You're you're teasing the snitching. But you're not going into full-on snitching. I'm saying, I'm not saying he did it, but I'm just saying, where is he? You're not dry snitching, you're dry hump snitching. That's what you're doing right (laughs) now. (laughs) You're not in it, you're just teasing around it a little bit. But what, what I have noticed is that this child is safe, this child had minor injuries and is recovering, and instead of anybody celebrating the fact that a life was saved, we're looking at somebody who wasn't even there as the biggest issue of this entire situation. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is racism. That, ladies and gentlemen, is straight up privilege. That, ladies and gentlemen, is fuckery at its finest. When you can look past everything that happened and off in the periphery, see something that you don't like and be like let's target this and everybody who saw what happened and has the common sense to step in and say nah now we're gonna focus on this right here we're gonna focus on the zoo maybe putting up higher partitions maybe on parenting whatever whatever we're gonna have those debates 26,000 people shared a story about the father's criminal history who wasn't even there 26,000 now, to put that in perspective, there were 2,000 people at my high school. 26,000 people thought that this person who wasn't even involved at all was the biggest part of this story. Mm-hmm. A reporter with clout who saw the whole thing with clarity, who investigated the story, who dug deep to find what she needed to find, saw that they had a criminal history and a fix to that so hard and you wonder why we the way that they reported Tamir Rice being shot in Ohio was horrendous and we were all pissed off on the way that that was done the lack of effort the lack of compassion the lack of just discussion or anything but now we see them jumping on the gun chomping at the bit to talk about this black father and all of a sudden I understand why they didn't want to talk about Tamir And if you don't see the correlation, you might be part of the issue. Damn, that was deep. I feel good right now. Single gentlemen. This serious moment has been brought to you by Rashani. Rashani. Ranting since ranting, then ranting. I've gotten pretty good at it over the years. I mean, I'm not as good as Snoop. Truth. 
not as good as Snoop Dogg. You know, Snoop Dogg is doing stuff like this. Dogged out, 12 years of slave, roots, underground. I can't watch none of that shit. Sick of this shit. How the fuck they gonna put roots on on Memorial Day? They gonna just keep beating that shit in our heads or how they did us, huh? I mean, I don't understand America. They just wanna just keep showing the abuse that we took hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But guess what? We taking the same abuse. Think about that part. When y'all gonna make a motherfucking series about the success that black folks is having? The only success we have is Roots and 12 Years a Slave and shit like that, huh? Fuck y'all, I ain't watching that shit. And I advise you motherfuckers that's real niggas like myself, fuck them television shows. Let's create our own shit based on the day. How we live and how we inspire people today. Black is what's real. Fuck that old shit. Right, Jules? So Roots came out on Memorial Day weekend, a miniseries, a remake of Roots, because apparently they're remaking everything out there. Hide your kids, hide your wives. They're remaking everything out there. Snoop found out they were remaking Roots, or actually that they were putting this remake on because obviously it was already remade. It's kind of too late to stop it at that point, Snoop-a-loop. Um... And jumped on Instagram imploring his uh, followers to boycott Roots. Saying that we've done a lot more than Roots. And being a slave, we've done more than being a slave. And they need to show us doing more than just being a slave. He then told his followers to do it as he said and not listen or watch the show. If you don't see the humor in that, I'm sorry. (laughs) But he said that he didn't want to watch something where people were being slaves. And then he commanded his followers. To not watch it. To not watch it. (laughs) And I laughed to myself. Um, Snoop, I remember when you had an opportunity to do movies. You still have an opportunity to do movies because you make a lot of money. And you put out Soul Plane. With your one big shot, you put out Soul Plane and The Wash and um, Porn, Girls Gone Wild. Don't forget about Mac and Devin or Mac and Dre, whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. And with him and Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, yeah. Mac and Wiz go to school or Devin and Mac. It was Devin. I know that because Devin, yeah. Devin and Mac go to school, um, go to high school. Snoop Roots was actually executive produced by LeVar Burton you know the guy who played Kunta Kinte in the first Roots and the thing about Roots while I honestly often say the Roots has led to more fights in social studies classes than any other subject that I've ever seen because every Black History Month they watch Roots at your high school they may not talk about it but they watch it for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. It still opens up a dialogue. What dialogue do you want them to open up? And in case you're really saying that there's other things that we've kn- we're known for, why don't they put out movies other than 12 Years a Slave and Roots? Homie, they put out Straight Outta Compton. You know, 
They, they, they put out the Jackie Robinson story. They put out the James Brown, the Ray Charles story. They're putting out biopics about wonderful. Matt Turner's coming out. They, they, they put the race out. Is, the race is already out and on Blu-ray. They put out Ben Carson's story. I hope it doesn't end with him looking sleepy at a podium. No, nah, I think Cuba Gooden Jr. played uh, Ben, so I think he was alert back then because that was right after the Show Me the Money era. Back when he was hungry for money, not just hungry. Um, And let me see what else. They had that movie starring Most Deaf, the one showing the first black man to do an open heart surgery. Mm -hmm. Red Tails. They did Red Tails. They've done a lot of movies coming up. They've done a lot of movies that are showing the accomplishments and the achievements of black people. And you know why you don't see them, Snoop? Because you don't fucking pay attention. Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I don't want us to gloss by this, because this is like the first time I heard it, and she said it about three times. Did you say there's a Nat Turner movie coming out? Yes, there is. There is a Nat, yes. Not Ike Turner. No, Nat, Nat Turner. Yeah. No, we've already, we've done, yes, we've done Ike, Nat. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Because... Cause woo, I want to go see that at IPIC. I want I want that to come out on the whitest theater possible and go see that. <laughs> we gotta do that one. No, it's like Nat gonna be, that's gonna be a lick. Nat Turner's <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll movie is the movie. Right. right. And and, that. and I mean Snoop. If nothing else, they're coming out with a Black Panther movie, homie. Do you know how long we prayed for that day? Wait, we had a Black Panther movie in the nineties. They're making another one? If you're not talking about the superhero, you need to go stand in the corner, my friend. Okay, hey, hey. I thought you were talking about the party, sir. No. You were talking about the it party. is a party. Right. It's lit. <laughs> it is okay, a party. Yeah, the Black Panther, the superhero movie, also coming. But, Snoop, the reason why you're not seeing any th- these things because you didn't pay attention to any of them. I'm not mm-hmm. getting on you about what you want to get angry about, but... Check your records. They've also, let's this. let us not let us not forget that homeboy from from Eight Mile lost that battle and became Falcon. I'm sir, saying. sir, sir, ma'am, sir, sir. This was a serious moment. It really was. But yes, it Clarence was, did become the Falcon. <laughs> yes, he did. Because oh, Clarence man. lived at home with both parents. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that whole rap? Why is that the entire rap out of my favorite part of the entire movie? Because it's the only good part of the movie. It's like you got served. The only good part of the movie is at the end. Yes, it is. See, black movies, I know I can just leave and come back later. Boys in the Hood, I sat all the way through it. New Jack City, I sat all the way through it. Stomp the Yard. Call me about I 15 didn't. minutes before it's over. Mm-hmm. Red Tails, about 15 minutes before it's over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah about, about right. But, Snoop, seriously, um, the movies that are coming out that feature black folks that aren't of a serious nature, such as Roots, um, or, a, or, you know, whatever you're thinking would be, like Jackie Robinson or something like that, they provide a subject they've provided a, 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 a service as well 
because the best man holiday. I just realized. I can't think of how many people left that movie saying, you know what, I really need to get checked for for, for breast cancer. Mm, that is true. You know, I just, I just realized. We, we, how, did, how did we leave out Selma when we were discussing movies? Because you didn't say it. Selma. And Malcolm I X. I just said it. Yep. Selma and Malcolm X, both of them. These are all yep. movies that have been made showing the importance and the 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 foundation of black history and all you think about is roots because nigga use a weed head and anything else that comes out you forget about it mm-hmm. so snoop lion dog are you back to dog now snoop lion snoop Calvin, dog. dog how you go from a dog to a cat but anyway, Snoop, Dog, Lion, calm down. It's not that serious. What you can do is actually sit down and watch it with your son, who's never seen Roots before, most likely. And if he has seen Roots before, he hasn't seen it like this. Because you know what? Back in the day, there was no gravity on the word nigga. Or nigger, I'm sorry. So when white folks were saying it, they were just saying it were reckless abandon in that 70s roots. At least here they know that it's a word that ain't to be trifled with, so they put as much into it as possible. I don't know. I'm just like Snoop. Calm down. Give it a chance. You might like it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like reggae music. You stole the shit out of that, didn't you? Batman Wild, spin the beat. This single simulcast, boy. Been waiting on that sunshine, boy. I think I need that back. Can't do it like that. No one else gonna get it like that. So I argue, you yeah. Don't you take me back? Who cares when it feels like crack? Know that you always do it right, right, right. Lift your pride. Just take it on back, boy. Take it on back, boy. Take it back all night. Just take it on back. Take it on back. Mm-hmm. Do what you gonna do. Give me up all night. 
Black David Hasselhoff on the Midnight Storm, and you are now tuned in to Single Simulcast.
That was, that was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single simulcast will surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs>211 Batman Rashani Mika Meek Tyrone aka the man of a million names so about three years ago approximately three years ago I know that because time hop told me three years ago yesterday I was trying to get somebody on the show so then we could add some songs to the uh, friend zone simp hall of fame now, with that said, me being a uh, matured man since then, or an evolving man, I realized the friend zone is a pile of shit. Um, to try and be a girl's friend just so you can get into her pants is both disingenuous, sinister, and a fucked up thing to do. That's three things that I can't just be both. But even with that being said, this song still gets put into the Hall of Fame for simping. Tyrone, Tamika... I present to you the wonderful song that is Comforter by Shy. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. And here are the lyrics. Oh, Talk to me, baby. I'm listening. Now, keep in mind when I say that this is the simp slash friend zone hall of fame, so you got to think of it like somebody who is literally sitting on the outside trying to kick in the door. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> And you already know the lyrics. They're going through your mind. I'm just going to co-sign them for you. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did he do to make you cry this time? 
Well, I will be your comforter. I will make it right. He casts a shadow on your heart and I will bring back your light. I see he's hurt you again. When you're in pain, I'm in pain. That's part of being a friend. But this is a special case. Here comes the fuckery. Matter of fact, here comes the fuckery. But this, this is a special case. I held my feelings back because of him. What kind of fuckery is this? <laughs> and now I can see more than ever. I made a big, big, big mistake. I don't mean to disregard your feelings, but I think that he's a fool. He don't know how sensitive you are, and baby, that just ain't cool. I'm just glad I could be here for you when you need a helping hand. But deep inside my heart, from the start, I know I should have been your man. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did he do to make you cry this time? Well, I will be your comforter. I will make it right. He cast a shadow on your heart and I will bring back your light. And just in case she forgets that he will be there and be her comforter, it goes to the part that everybody knows. So I'll take the first part. Mika, you take the second part. Tyrone, you take the third part and you know exactly what I'm talking about. I will comfort. No? Comfort you. I will I will comfort you. Oh I will God. comfort 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 oh. you. I will I oh will comfort my. I Am will at this song in a whole different light comfort, now. Comfort uh, you. This is exactly what I knew it was for years. Thank you, sir. I will oh. I will <laughs> comfort <laughs> you. I will comfort, comfort, comfort you. I will, I will comfort. Now let's start from the very beginning with the with the analysis of this song, if you don't mind. This ain't his girl. Let's start from the very beginning. I gotta say that from the gate. This is not his girl. He is not her man. When she comes over because he broke her heart, because her boyfriend hurt her heart, did something to her, whatever it was, the first thing this dude starts doing is trying. Lay down. Lay down. Tell me what's on your mind. Lay on the bed. Take a load off. Exactly. What exactly did he do? Good Lord. Lay down on the bed. No, I know there's a chair right there. Lay down. And tell me what's on your mind. What did he do to hurt you this time? I will support you while I rub your feet. Because, no, 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 you're missing a part. You're missing it. You're missing it because what exactly did he make you cry this time? Mm-hmm. Which means. That's where I, that's where I was going. That this is not going. the first time that, that she's done this with him. This dude was a shade no, factory. This was before Marvin's Room came out. We got on Marvin's yes, Room. Yes, this is pre Marvin's Room. But gave the comforter a full pass. <laughs> this is pre. This is pre. Yeah. This is like the what? The parent. The, the Marvin's Room. Like I can't. This came out it's when Marvin's I was Marvin's father. This came this out when I was twelve. This, this is Marvin's great uncle. Yes. Ninety-two. <laughs> So, nah, it, it's Marvin's dad because Marvin from this goddamn when she laid down, that's how they got Marvin mm. right there. 
I don't I bet mean, he was a big old shit. He treated that well, too. Now, here comes the next part that I wanted y'all to point, that I wanted y'all to notice. Yeah, he's saying, I'll bring back your light. I, I don't know what he meant by that. He probably meant by doing something that will make her smile, which probably meant something like sex. Um, let me be the one to show you how to smile again. Um, here's the part that... Here, here's the part that I, I want everybody to notice. The, the next step. I don't mean to disregard your feelings, but I think that he's a fool. Now, the only way to disregard somebody's feelings is she actually says, nah, we just argued. And he's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. He's a fool. He shouldn't have done that to you. Which is mansplaining. Oh, my God. That is so hard. <laughs> Wait. This dude. That is true. Dude, dude. Dude basically said, I understand that you believe that he's not really hurting you. But he is ruining your life. This is how the and conversation. This is how the conversation probably went. Well, I mean, it, it was just a small argument. I mean, all we did was argue over the fact that I wanted to go to Burger King and he wanted McDonald's because McDonald's food makes my stomach upset. And to which he replied. Yeah, baby. Right now it's McDonald's and Burger King. Next week. You know what, girl? I, I, I don't mean to disregard your feelings on the situation, <laughs> but this dude just makes me so fucking mad. The way that he just disrespects you and ignores your needs, girl, I would never ignore you. I would be right there with you. I will comfort you. <laughs> and that is how it went. And that is how it went every time she went to I him. Always be there. I will always be there to comfort you. It doesn't matter if he if he says that he won't eat your last Oreo again, girl. I'm here for you. Wait, I got a whole pack of Oreos right there. But deep inside my heart from the start, I know I should have been your man. That's the kill shot. Yeah, that is a good shot. She, she didn't say she wanted you to be her man. You're just saying out of nowhere while she's telling you about what's on her mind that you should have been her man. Wait, baby, wait, 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 wait. That is a Will Smith you, dead you, shot right you gotta, there. You got to say it with this voice. Wait, baby, wait, 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 wait. Um, so check this out, check this out. I realized that he did not... Uh, show you the type of love and affection that you wanted when all you wanted was a Big Mac. You know what? I, I've been thinking about this a long time and deep down in my heart, which it ain't that deep, nigga. If if, if this is if this is your style, deep every time, time I know I had to bone you. This this <laughs> nigga is as shallow as the kiddie pool. This is not that deep down. Deep down in my heart. I know I should have been your man. Look, look, look at me in my eye. Here, dry your tears. <laughs> I know I should have been. <laughs> look me in my eye. Dry your like tears. Right here. Dry your tears. Here, here. Sit up. Sit up real quick. Sit up. Look me in my eyes. I should have been your man. I would have treated you right. That man is yeah, a fool. That is cult indoctrination. That's what the fuck that is. That now, is cult indoctrination. Now, now that I said, now that I said, I should have been your man. Lay down and tell Continue me what's on your mind. Story. Now that I've yes. broken out the whole statement about how I should have been your man, lay down now. Now what you I'm think? telling, I'm telling you, man. That dude is that's some cult shit right there. He broke her down, man. It's just, I'm just you're I'm hurt. Just, he hurt. Remember, he hurt you before. 
you'll hurt you again, and you'll never get the McDonald's that you want, girl. That was him. I'm just saying, I'll give you this... anything off the dollar menu, boo. Look at this bullshit. The second verse, the the very first verse, this dude is saying, when you're in pain, I'm in pain. That's part of being a friend. No, nigga, you're not in pain. You see an opportunity. Because the very next step, you say, and and, and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to say something else, so let me cook. When you're in pain, I'm in pain. That's part of being a friend. But this is a special case. I'm going to remind everybody out there. When you say the word but, everything before but is erased. Yep. Everything after but is what you meant. That is a rule. That is a grammar rule. When you're in pain, I'm in pain. That's part of being a friend. But this is a special case. So I'm not going to be a friend this time. I held my feelings back because of him. Not because you said you had a man. I held my feelings back because you had a man. I don't even respect you enough as a friend to respect the the, the distance that you want to have. I'm respecting him because he's your man. I'm not respecting you enough as a friend to actually step back and say, you know what? You're already with somebody. I will just actually be a real life friend. No, I am going to wait. Because while I respect him, I I actually probably fear him. Let's be honest. I actually kind of probably fear him since I'm over here dirty macking as you're crying in my bedroom because I don't have a bed in the living room. I have a bed in my bedroom. How the fuck did we make it from my living room to the bedroom when you wanted to sit down and talk to me about your man? As soon as you started talking about your man, I was like, hold up. It's too loud in here. The TV's on. Nigga, you live alone. (laughs) It's too loud in here. It's too loud in here. Let's Let's go somewhere where we can be alone, where it could be private. Nigga, you live alone. Turn off the TV. No. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did he do to make you cry this time? I am the only one who will be your comforter. I will be your comforter. Nobody else. He casts a shadow on your heart and I will be your white knight. I will bring you back to life. I am a gladiator for you. I will comfort you. You didn't ask me to comfort you. Mm-mm. You didn't ask me to be your man. You didn't say you were breaking up with him. Nowhere in this conversation does it say anything about you're saying you're going to break up with him. I'm just interjecting these thoughts. The same ones I've been saying to you for the last five years since I ran up on you with our freshman year in college and started following you around. I've been trying that long. Subliminal messaging. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. This is this is dirty macking at its finest. I don't understand how this song made it past me. And the more the more thorough I look at this, the more the 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 older I get, the worse this song is. And in 1992, this song was a hit. Do you know how many people were writing this note to women? Do you know how many people were singing this song to women? I will comfort, comfort, comfort you. I sang it. This song was banging. We were dancing to this song in seventh grade. Seventh grade dances. Comforter. I love yeah, the mess out of this song until this old. very moment. Hold on. Yep, once you get older and your brain comes on, that's what happens. I love this Hold song on. up until this very conversation. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. 
Yep, 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 yep. That so like let's, right let's, let's go ahead and look at some more of Shy's discography. Now that it's on my mind. Now that it's on my mind, let me look at the rest of oh his discography. God, no. Oh. Um, and if I okay, ever see, fall see, in see. love, if I ever fall, you say you don't love the girl. Y'all ain't never catch that one. Okay, see, you this, love the girl this is when, this I is will. when I pretend I'm at work and I do it all. I can't. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. I don't love you. You're my friend, but the person that I fall in love with, I want them to kind of be like you and be my friend, but not really. What I'm saying is this. I just imagine that I just imagine that um in a in an album that will come out now, I just imagine that if I Ever Fall in Love Again is the song that will come on right after Comforter. I feel like after he broke them down with Comforter, he would start singing If I Ever Fall in Love Again because I've, I've never found real love. But if I ever fall in love again, I would make sure that the lady is a friend. Hey, you're my friend. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind because baby, I'm yours if you want it. Oh. Baby, I'm yeah, you know, that ain't good either. Damn, damn, that is if you need me, oh I'm loving you God. forever. Is, if you'll have me, give me your love. Is, Baby, I'm oh yours. If oh you my want. God. It's an entire album of tour, just Dirty Mac. It's a Dirty Mac, just like exactly. pamphlet of how to Dirty Mac. Exactly. Oh, and it kills you. Um, here we go. And then... So, baby, I'm yours. Comforter is when she comes over to the house with the boyfriend issues, and he's been dirty macking for years. If I ever fall in love is after he sees a crack in the armor and he starts trying to squirm through like that sperm did on um, Look Who's Talking. Um, and then, baby, I'm yours is after he's got her and he's completely paranoid because he knows he's not worthy of her and so he's like I'm gonna lose you again understand girl that my heart is in your hands and I'm cautious of falling in love again so please don't hurt me I'm scared don't desert me I'm afraid of being a fool again baby I'm yours if you want me and if you want my sweet love I'm yours if you need me I'm loving you forever if you want me baby I'm yours if you need me Realize, girl, that my faith is kind of torn because I've been chasing after you for like six years. Watch your step, girl, because my heart is weak and worn. So won't you please be careful? I'm fragile. I can't imagine the damage I'd have to handle if you hurt me one more time. Does nobody else see this? Whole time, whole time, whole time. Dude is sitting there like, Oh man, you hurt me every time you go back to your man. That's what that shit is. Exactly. time she go back, she goes I, back to her man and he gets hurt. And I, then he breaks out the baby on yours. I am placing the entire album of Shy's If I Ever Fall in Love on the Dirty Mac Simp Friend Zone Hall of Fame, top of Mount Rushmore, period. Oh my god! Does anybody remember the interlude at the beginning of the CD? I bet you I can find it. I bet you he can. Let's go to the interludes. 
to the internet. And the interlude, I, now, Jesus, now that we're having this conversation, mm-hmm. it explains the entire album. I This is like, oh my God, this is part of my girl childhood just being snatched away from me. Let me see. What Congratulations, Walker to a daughter. Let me Shut up. Okay, I think this might be. Well, nobody, nobody's it's an yet. Shy discography. Okay, I just want to make sure that I'm looking at the right, right uh, track for um, this album. Yeah, the very first one, "Sexual Interlude." Okay. Yeah, cool. that. Yeah. <clears throat> Give me just one moment. Uh, let's see. Y'all know how I do. Not only is Shy Sexual Interlude here on Spotify, I'm looking at it. <clears throat> Excuse me. They got the lyrics up but on A to Z right now. They put it on the best of album. They meant this shit. So glad you decided to come here. <laughs> Hey. Note the smooth voice. I'm so glad you decided to come on. Now, I just want to stop that again and say I called this. Before I even played this, I called how the voice would be if this dude was talking to you as he's comforting you. Just imagine <laughs> that. This is the comforter voice. I have so many things to tell you. you know? So come in. Sit down. Listen up. I said if I ever fell in love again, next time the lady would be just like you. And that if you would just tell me you love me, we'd be together forever. No matter what changes we went to. I'll always be your comfort. So for tonight, yeah, just for tonight. Tonight we'll get sexual. Ooh, calm drop. That nigga said so for tonight. Just yeah. for tonight. Oh, I got it, I got it. My man, I got it, I got it. He said, so tonight. Yeah, just for tonight. Tonight, we'll get sexual. So there's there's this movie that I really enjoyed called Superbad, 
where the kid is talking about, um, you know how women look back and say, I shouldn't have made that mistake. Dude, we could be that mistake. <laughs> this is Shit. that mistake music. They literally told you. You're absolutely right, Mika. They told you exactly what they were going to do all the way through, and nobody listened because If I Ever Fall in Love sounded great as an acapella. Mm-hmm. But he literally laid out the entire roadmap for her. She's over there in tears because her man fucked her over, and he's like, hey, you. Wrong voice, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she walked girl. in the door. She walks in the door. Hey, you. <laughs> so, damn. She walks in the door, hella teary-eyed, and he's like, hey, girl. Hey, you. Hey, I was just thinking about you. And she's like, I'm crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad you decided to come over. Nigga, are you listening <laughs> to me? <laughs> hey, girl. I just, I just want you to come on in. I got so many things to tell you now. So come in. Sit down and listen up. Hey, listen up, though. Like, you're not talking. Come in and listen up. (laughs) (laughs) Then then he 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 drops the light light machine gun fire. I said, if I ever fall in love again, next time, the lady would be just like... You. Now here's the thing. I just want to jump in on that part and say, um, I just I just want to jump in on that part and say that if you are and and Mika again, please co-sign this for me since you're the only lady in here. Um, but when you have a a friend who's a guy who's been like a friend of yours forever who secretly likes you, I don't know if you ever been in that situation, but um, a friend who's a guy who secretly likes you, they will tell you about other because you ask them, are you dating anybody? You know, how's your life going? Whatever, whatever, and they're like, yeah, I I am going out with somebody and I I really enjoy her, and then they look at you with those puppy dog eyes, and then when they break mm-hmm. up. If I ever fall in love again, mm-hmm. the next time the lady will be just <laughs> like you because you understand me. We could talk yeah. about anything and I know how to make you laugh and you know yeah. how to make me laugh. We could mm-hmm. sit up and talk about everything in the world, girl. I need I somebody couldn't do that like, with her. I couldn't do that with her. I can only do that with you. That's why I need yeah. somebody who's just like you. Don't you need somebody who's just like me? If you would just That's tell me that you loved me, I'm still reading the lyrics, by the way. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah, literally. Would is. just tell me you loved well, me, we will be together forever. No matter no what matter changes we go through, I mm-hmm. will always be your comforter. This is stalky. This is creepy. It is. It, it is. Gosh, yeah. Oh my God, y'all. I mean, it's not stalky. It's more serial killy because he literally <laughs> says, "Come in, sit down, and listen." She don't even get to talk. <laughs> she doesn't no, listen. No, 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 no. He, no, that's the thing. She does get to talk. You're missing that part. She gets to talk for about two minutes. She gets out the. He wouldn't, and then he just hey, jumped in and was like, "Oh no, yeah, no, 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 that's not even what happened. She called him on the phone." She said what she had to say. And he said, "Come on over." But and then, I and feel better now. Said, he goes, "Hey, you." Nah, <laughs> I need some warm tea. It's like this. Yeah. 
It's like this. She's on the phone with him at her house. He he broke my heart. He did this, that, and the third. He reneged in spades, whatever, whatever. I feel so much better now. Hey, come on over. Why? I just told you everything that was going on. Because I think we need to look deeper at this situation. You need to just open up to me. And I need to just yeah. look in your eyes and see that you're okay. Yeah, he want her to open up. She came over. That nigga was wearing a bathrobe. Hey, you. Wearing <laughs> a bathrobe holding the fucking uh, can of whipped cream. He was oh. holding the... He wasn't even... The bathrobe wasn't even wrapped around him with the sash. He was holding the bathrobe closed with his left hand with whipped cream in his right. Hey, you. <laughs> My man stepped away from the... Nah, he didn't even have a bathrobe on. He was, he, was at the, he was at the damn stove like... uh Zane Ray was on baby boy. That nigga was doing push-ups before she came in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. So she was getting ready for her before she even got there. So I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, but this song has literally been on my mind for three freaking years, yo. Like, I can make this the title of the show and show you pictures. Time Hop busted this up for me three years ago, and I was like, you know what? I got to remember to talk about that. So I did. And I feel much better because I'm not the only one who thought that. Oh my God, no. Now I'm looking at all these songs differently right about now. Well, I'll tell you, Campbell is another serial offender. Can Uh, we talk? That whole song was imaginary. (laughs) That whole song was as imaginary as Excuse Me Miss was for Jay Z. Any video where at the end they show them flashing back to reality, that's a stalky ass song. Mm-hmm. Hey, lover from LL Cool J, much different. Exactly. We're talking about the world. Oh my god, we just had that conversation. We just had that conversation. Hey, lover, hey, lover, this, this is more is than, than a crush. crush. No, nigga, it is a crush. It is literally. <laughs> that's the definition of a fucking crush. Exactly. It is literally infatuation. But I'm sleep. So um, I do want to talk about two more things. Y'all got just a little bit more time. If not, I'll do it on my own. Either way, Fat Man Wild Spin the Beast is single simulcast. You're all a real man can need. And never ask for it. This is love. This is more than a crush. Call them at the Ruckers, I saw you with your man, smiling, huh, a coach bag in your hand, I was laying in the coop with my hat turned back, we caught eyes for a moment, and that was that, so I skated off, as you strolled off, looking at them legs, goddamn, they look so soft. I gotta take you from your man, that's my mission. If his lovers really got to handle competition, you only knew in five months. That's right. Besides, he drink too much and smoke too many blunts. And I be working out every day thinking about you. Looking at my own eyes in the rear view. Catching flashbacks of an eye contact. Wish I could lay you on your stomach and caress your back. I would hold you in my arms and ease your fears. I can't believe it. I ain't had a crush in years. Hey, love. Oh, 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 oh,
I see you at the bus stop waiting every day. Your man must think it's safe for you to travel that way. And I don't want to violate your relationship, so I lay back in the cut with a crush that's a trip. Still, he can't stop me from having daydreams, tonguing you down with uh, vanilla ice cream. Kissing on your thighs under moonlight, searching your body with my tongue, girl, all night. I wonder one day could it be simple dreams could turn into reality. Our love would come down so naturally. We would walk down the aisle of destiny. But your man get his hustle on, got your type scared. Break you off a little chump change to do your hair. That seems to be enough to satisfy your needs. But there's a deeper level if you follow our lead. At the mall, standing at the payphone, about to make a call. I had a vision, it was me on the other end, telling you come by, and then you walked in. I touched you gently with my hands. We talked about traveling to distant lands, escaping all the madness out here in the world, becoming my wife, no longer my girl. Then you let your dress fall down to the floor. I kissed you softly, and you yearned for more. We experience pleasure unparalleled into an ocean of love. We both fell, swimming in the timeless currents of pure bliss. Fantasies interchanging with each kiss. Undying passion unites our souls. Together we swim until the point of no control. But it's a fantasy, you won't come true. We never even spoke, and your man sway love you. So I'ma keep all these feelings inside. Keep my dreams alive until the right time. Sultry, and you are listening to Single Simulcast. You can't roll a blunt to this one. You gotta, you gotta, roll, you gotta light a J. You gotta puff a J on this one. You can't even drink Cristal on this one. You gotta drink Cristal. Try some red wine, little guys. You're nine seven. This is for the grown and sexy. Can I get my grown man on for one second? I see some ladies tonight that should be hanging with Jay-Z. Jay-Z. 
baby. Excuse me, miss. What's your name? Uh-huh. Can you come play with me? You already know what it's hitting for. My got whatever outside, and you know what I'm sitting on. 50 50 venture with them S dots kicking off. Armadale popping now, only bring a nigga more. Only thing missing is the missus. You ain't even gotta do the dishes. Got two dishwashers, got one chef, one maid. All I need is a partner to play space with the cards up. All trust. Who else you gonna run with? The truth is us. Only dudes moving units and pimp juicing us. It's the rockin' hair, Maybach outside, got rocks in air, PJs on the runway, young got air, I don't land at an airport, I call it the clearport, therefore I don't wanna hear more, back and forth about who's hottest, young holla. I got my gosh and I'm seven on right now, you gotta pump a J to this one. Can't roll the blunt up to this one, boy. So contagious, I can't take it. Woo. Help my baby, let's just make it. Excuse me, what's your name? Since I see some ladies tonight, this shit be rolling with Jason. Jason. Lady, what's your name? I see some ladies tonight, this shit be rolling with Jason Everybody's like, he's no item, please don't like him He don't wife him, he one night some Now she don't like him, she never met him Groovies try to take advantage of him, he won't let him He don't need him, so he treats him like he treats him Better them than me, she don't agree with him She's mad at that, he's not having that So those opposites attract like magnets She sees more than the Benz wagon, the friends tagging along The flashy nigga bragging on the song, she gets a glimpse of Sean and she likes that. He two ways up, so she writes back. Smiley faces after all of her phrases. Either she the one or I'm caught in the matrix. But fuck it, let the fish burn. Red or green pill, you live and you learn. Come on. Damn. You gotta throw in your fine linens for this one. You might have gotta go get you some Scooby Doo's. Got throwing the Scooby Doo's. Those are shoes, by the way. Got throwing the Scooby Doo's. It's for the grown and sexy. Only for the grown and sexy. Love, let's go half on the sun I know my past ain't one You can easily get past But that chapter is done But I'm done reading for now Remember space face up You could believe it for now But ma, you got it for real For serious, bro I'm about to give you all the keys And security codes About to show you where the cheese Let you know I ain't playing But before I jump out the window What's your name?
listening to Simulcast with my daddy Rashadi. Peace. Single simulcast, uh, 210, Fat Man, Rashani, Mika Meek, Tyrone, the Ninja with a billion names. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention this really fast uh, because it struck me as something that I've never spoken about before on this show. And I don't know um, if I'll ever have another opportunity to talk about this. It's that important to me. So, with that said, um, I was reading a book uh, last week. Um, I've been really deep into into James Patterson's books, uh, especially the Alex Cross series. Like his whole thing. I, I mean, I I found. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. I just got sight because I'm. Li- I literally just finished listening to Kiss the Girls on Audible. So, yeah, I'm definitely in the Alice Cross series. Just had to throw that in. Go ahead, sir. Yay! <laughs> Buddy. Um, wait, as a matter of fact, that deserves its own little applause. Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> Buddy. So, um... So, I was reading it because you know it's 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 a really good series like the whole thing like seriously tyrone you'll love the series it's excellent and um i got to i think it was london bridges no not london bridges it was the one it was uh the big bad wolf yeah that was the episode that i got to the big bad wolf um and they were talking about how um it was a it, it was a story about how women were being kidnapped and being sold in the sexual service. Not just women, but men as well were being kidnapped and sold in the sexual service. And it was talking a lot about um, sex trafficking. And it really hit me uh, because here in Sacramento, sex trafficking uh, is... I need to get the facts again. Hold on one second. Sex trafficking in Sacramento. And as soon as you type in sex, you don't have to type in trafficking. You don't have to type in anything else. As soon as you type in sex on Google, trafficking Sacramento comes up. That's a problem. Yeah. Um, Sex trafficking here in Sacramento is horrible. And I'm I'm talking slow because the information is still coming up. Um edit this part out but human trafficking in Sacramento is the illegal trade of human beings for the purpose of the reproductive slavery commercial sexual exploitation and forced labor as it occurs and it's widely recognized as a modern form day of slavery Uh, California is particularly vulnerable because of proximity to international borders number of ports and airports significant immigrant population and large economy that includes industries that attract forced labor. It serves both as an entry point for slaves imported from outside the U.S. as well as a destination for slaves. Slavery is found throughout California, but major hubs are centered on Los Angeles, Sacramento, San Diego, and San Francisco. According to the 2011 Department of State report, California, together with Texas, New York, and Oklahoma, has the largest concentrations of survivors of human trafficking. 
The National Human Trafficking Resource Center reported receiving 3,609 calls and emails in 2015 about human trafficking in California. Exact numbers are difficult to obtain because human trafficking is illegal in California. Duh. Research by by San Diego State University indicate that potentially... 495,293 undocumented Mexican workers have been victims of labor trafficking in in California. The most common type of trafficking was sex trafficking, followed by domestic work, begging rings, health and beauty services, and agriculture. Now, let me see if I can get to sex trafficking. And while we're looking, hold on one second. Um... Lisa Loco from Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, which I implore y'all to listen to. I implore it all the time. Uh, excellent show. Was kind enough to call in uh, and leave a bit of a voicemail uh, giving more information regarding sex trafficking. Hold on one moment. Okay, so apparently I was cut off. Um, What I was saying is a lot of the nuance is lost when we're talking about sex work in general um, across the... It's a huge industry um, with... You have the illicit side of the industry, um, which in and of itself is very diverse. Um, You have street-based work. You have survival work. You have in-call work. You have out-call work. You have what would be referred to as sugar babies. You have high-end escorts um, that are managed by an agency. So the illicit side of the the industry is is very diverse in and of itself. When you get to the legal side of the industry, that is also equally diverse. You have strippers, dancers, however they refer to themselves. I personally call myself a stripper. A lot of people prefer to call themselves dancers or exotic dancers. You also have cam girls, you have, you know, mainstream industry porn actors. Um, there's, there's a huge diverse side of the industry on the legal side, um, fetish work, all sorts of things. So when we have conversations across a binary that is either your classy high-end escort that's being empowered by the work she does and she's making a business for herself and whatever, or you have the the street-based survival drug-addicted stereotype, you are limiting the conversation. And when we limit the conversation, we cannot have real conversations about how to how to sustainably address sex trafficking. And as I was saying, my personal opinion is that you cannot successfully address sex trafficking unless you partner with the sex industry, the sex work by choice, be it illicit or legal. And, you know, that's just a common sense thing. You know, if you have, if you have decriminalized street-based sex work and someone shows up and they are not there by choice, your other workers on the street are going to be able to identify that. And if you have a relationship with either nonprofits that work to assist 
victims of trafficking and survivors of trafficking, of which there are very few that don't demonize by choice sex work. In fact, I only know of one, and that is the Wayne Foundation, which is um, Kevin Smith, the actor and director, and Jamie Walton, who is a survivor of domestic child sex trafficking. And I have had a conversation with Jamie Walton about her views and opinions of sex work by choice and trafficking. And she, in that conversation, said to me that there is definitely a difference and she does not have a problem with by choice sex work. So that's really the only nonprofit in the savior industry that I know of that makes that distinction and addresses those nuances. Otherwise, you get a lot of nonprofits like the Polaris Group that demonize and vilify sex work by choice and conflate it with trafficking. And this is the biggest problem that we have with addressing trafficking, is the fact that it is conflated with by choice work. And by choice work doesn't have to be empowering, it doesn't have to be anything. We all go into it for our own reasons, and just like any other job, there is going to be exploitation, and you're not going to go home from work and feel like, you know what, I was really empowered by that job at McDonald's today. Cleaning bathrooms was really empowering for me. It's not something that happens and it's not something that's expected. But for sex work to be legitimate, it's something that's expected. And that's bullshit. So my biggest problem with how sex trafficking is addressed and how we talk about it is the conflation of sex work by choice and sex trafficking. And until we are willing to have those hard conversations about determining the difference, and until we decriminalize sex work, until we unionize in the sex industry, because collective bargaining is important in any industry, we're not really going to be able to address trafficking. Um, and that's gonna be an unpopular opinion for some people, but I think it's true because it's true across all other forms of labor. When you have decriminalization, when you have unionization, when you have collective bargaining rights, when you have health and safety standards, people are less likely to be exploited. And that's something that should exist in the sex industry as well. And until you take away criminality of by choice sex work, you're not going to be able to identify the criminals in the industry that are trafficking. And I am sure if um, Phoenix Kalita is able to join us um, at some point during the discussion, she will have so much more to add than I because she is exponentially more brilliant than I in so many things. But that's kind of my spiel for right now and, and where I think the conversation of determining the difference between the two has to start. Um, and like I said, we can't address the criminal exploitive aspects of sex trafficking until we are willing to discuss the nuance in the sex industry and decriminalize by choice work. Now, sex trafficking is in, in Sacramento. Sex trafficking in Sacramento is 
we are the number two ranked city in the country. One young woman didn't want to show her face, but was very eager to talk about her role in Sacramento sex trafficking industry. She was one of a half dozen women, some who looked like underage girls walking Watt Avenue. She says she doesn't have a pimp. Quote, I don't know. I like it, actually. End quote. She said when asked why she would get involved, saying she doesn't see a way out of it. Now, I want to stop and say these things about sex workers. I've spoken with sex workers. I know sex workers. Sex work as a whole has been uh, vilified into instantly, immediately being looked at as something that's bad. And sex work is not bad. It's not a bad thing at all. Sex work is providing a service to men and women who are in need. Sex work are, is some of the only ways that some people can be free to talk about what's on their mind. Sex work can be uh, the only way that some people are able to find release. Sex work can be some of the only way that some people are able to find an income. And it should never be looked down upon. The problem is when people are taken against their will and forced into sex work. Either through drug use, kidnapping, pimping, um, forced prostitution. These things are the issue. And I really want to clarify that before we go any further. Because right now what this story was about to say is that this girl uh, is a foster kid from a broken home. And when she turned 18, she turned to the streets. Not all sex workers are like that. Some are just like, you know what, I have a, a nice body. I, I like sex. I'm going to make money from it. Some folks are like, I needed money to provide for my children. Some folks are like, I can't get a job anywhere else because I might have personal issues, but I know that I can work my own hours if I do sex work. So I can't even read these stories. I wanted to, I really wanted to delve deep into this, but I can't read these stories because they're all skewed towards all sex work is bad, and it's not. Sex work is not the issue. The issue is the people who are abusing sex work and the people who are vilifying sex work because they don't understand sex work. And so when somebody is actually being victimized within sex work, not being victimized in sex work, but being victimized within the, the circle of sex work, then they look at it as everybody's bad. Kind of like how when that kid fell into the gorilla pit, that was the bad one because of the race. But there's a larger picture of everybody who's had a kid fall into one of these tanks and none of them were bad. I wanted to talk about sex work. I really did. I wanted to break it down, but I need help. What I would recommend to you, my beloved listeners, is to check out 20 Minutes. I did an episode just a few days back with uh, Feeny Loco about sex work, and she really laid it out. And there's a second episode coming somewhere down the line where she lays it out further, how she got started. Sex work isn't bad. It's a job. You wouldn't want people judging you at your job because you work for the government and Donald Trump is about to be a part of it, would you? I'm not even speaking on that right now. You know? <laughs> you wouldn't want anybody uh, 
judging your job because if you are an MMA fighter, you wouldn't want anybody judging you because War Machine assaulted his uh, girlfriend. So don't judge sex workers. It's not fair. It's not nice. It's not right. Uh, Tamika, <sighs> I thank you for stopping by and dragging Tyrone with you. I'm just <laughs> no kidding, problem. Tyrone. Thank you. Tamika, go ahead and give your shout outs. Then Tyrone, you go ahead and give your shout outs. And then Fat Man Wild, you can play music. All right, well. Thank you for having me on the show. It has been way, way, way too long. I know, right? Um, way too long. Um, thank you to everybody who listens to the show. And hell, shout out to Peanut Eminem. Chili, <laughs> I gotta find out now. It's Chili, Honey, and uh, what I feel like it's Peanut Eminem flavors. There we go. Alright, so let's see. Chili, honey nut, and coffee. That's what it is. I was like, I know it's something weird. That just I, I can't. Like I'm not eating coffee anything. I I can't even drink coffee anymore. And uh-huh. here's the thing about coffee that I don't think people really get because they're coffee drinkers. If you don't drink coffee, you can't taste anything but coffee. So when people offer me a mocha and say it doesn't taste like coffee, it tastes it like chocolate, taste like coffee. it tastes just like fucking coffee. And I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but it tastes <laughs> exactly like coffee. And if you don't believe me, think about when you're not a wine drinker and you sit down with somebody who drinks wine and they tell you to find the fucking fruit flavor in the wine. And all you taste is alcohol. And you're like, this tastes like nothing to me but dryness. And they're like, yes, you taste the bitter nuances of the orange peel and the the ripened raspberries that's in it. And it's like, no, nigga, all I taste is wine. Do you taste the hazelnut in the coffee? No, bitch. All I taste is coffee. (laughs) You put enough cream in there, you can taste the hazelnut. However, I am a former coffee drinker. I can't even drink coffee anymore. I can't. All it, it makes me anxious now. For me, if you, what do you call a glass of chocolate milk with three drops of coffee in it? Coffee, <laughs> nigga. That's what you call it because it tastes <laughs> exactly like coffee. It tastes so much like coffee that my grandparents used to buy me Ovaltine. Yes, I'm going all the way back to that old school stuff that nobody drinks anymore. My grandparents used to buy me Ovaltine. And one day, my grandmother put coffee grounds or the, the, the Sanka coffee container right next to the Ovaltine container. And it stayed in there for like the whole summer. So by the end of the summer, the plastic container of, of, of Ovaltine the, the smell of coffee had permeated it. So then whenever I drank Ovaltine from there out, I tasted coffee. I haven't drank Ovaltine since. And Ovaltine is supposed to taste like chocolate milk. Yes, it is. So, oh, yeah. Nasty, I, I just, I want somebody, if you tried these flavors at all, hit me up. Please. I'm begging you. I am dying to know what the honey nut ones are tasting like because I love honey nut Cheerios like anything. But no, wait, are they are they encased in? Is like encased in chocolate though? Like I'm really getting ready to. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
Um, so it's like chocolate honey nut Cheerios. It's it's a it's a honey nut chocolate peanut butter. So yeah, it's a honey nut wrapped in chocolate inside a candy co- coating. Wow. I just I'm just curious. I don't even want to eat it. I just want to somebody else to do that. Real quick, do that for a play. Just just try the you know what? Or or oh. or also a possibility, also an option because I am hip to you guys' needs. Also an option, you can buy it and send it to me. I don't want to pay for it. But if you somebody there's a review that I just found. And what they say? This is about the coffee ones. Oh, so okay. he put the coffee ones first. Okay. Said, so, well, I was hoping for an earthy, robust, roasted coffee finish that gradually overtakes the sweetness, like you might get in a chocolate-covered espresso bean. I can't complain about the mocha vibe that resonates as soon as the shell begins to dissolve, even if it is a mocha vibe with seven extra pumps of vanilla syrup and four splendors. Come to think of it, these taste a lot like coffee jelly beans, except with a peanut. I don't, I don't, I don't like the coffee jelly beans, though. <laughs> None of that sounds appetizing at all. No. And I didn't hear a single thing that sounded like, you know what, there's chocolate flavors in here. All you heard was... They said mocha. <laughs> he said mocha. Which is, which, is, which is coffee with some chocolate syrup in it. Exactly. It just tastes like chocolate coffee. The Honey Nut ones, he immediately compared to Honey Nut Cheerios. Yes! Was it a good comparison? The characteristic almond flavor of Honey Nut Cheerios is definitely present as soon as you get as soon as you get at the chocolate, but a weird and distracting artificial sweetness comes from it. Okay, this person on Amazon tried all three and did a family fun taste test and said, I bought all three varieties and hands down the favorite here is the coffee flavor so right here we're discounting them because they're obviously prejudiced mm-hmm. uh, the next person says the coffee lover's favorite third one says I like coffee and chocolate so I'm skipping that one too <laughs> fourth you one is a lot of skipping, fantastically addicting coffee nut M&M's I am passing that one too um Hearing chocolate with spicy food that's the chili nut review love 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 these candies found in Florida uh, keep making chili nut M&M's. Yeah, this guy says that it's like pairing chocolate with spicy food. And this one says, I tried the honey nut ones for the first time, and I think they're pretty good. I was too chicken to go for the chili. They're very sweet tasting to me, and I think that's because there isn't this big flavor profile. They pretty much taste like regular peanut M&M's with a hint of butterscotch or caramel flavor in the chocolate. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I might try that one. I like butterscotch. Yeah, you know what? I know. Why don't they just stop messing around and make some M&M's, some butterscotch M&M's with a piece of butterscotch or some caramel in the middle? Or they could do know. peanut butter M&M's. They already do they that. Already do those. Peanut butter M&M's That's is the thing. best, yo. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm slacking because I haven't tried those, those yet. Those are excellent. So what yeah, do you those, do? Yeah, those are great. Well, I, I prefer, I like the pretzel M&M's though. Yeah, the pretzel ones were good. I, I tried them once. I, I, I tried them, and then I went back to the peanut butter M&M's because the pretzel ones, they're uh, only at the Walmart at, near my job, and I don't often go there. So, 
couldn't get a. But if y'all want to send me some, <laughs> but um, the peanut butter M and M's, eat them with popcorn. Thank me later. It made him get a glass of water. Wow. Apparently, the chili nut M&M's have these random resonating cinnamon cayenne combinations as you eat them. And it was so bad for this guy that it made him get a glass of water after he had them. Should have got a glass of milk. Milk is what makes the spicy go water. But I don't want spicy candy for all that. I'll... Yeah, why do I... Like... Me and I don't want spicy M&M. Devin and I were talking about that a couple days ago because he got a, a gift bag uh, for, from a birthday party, which, as we all know, a gift bag from a birthday party is nothing but ghetto candies, uh, lemon yep. heads, um, the jawbreakers, not not gobstoppers. The sour ones? It's literally called jawbreaker. The real big fat ones? Yeah. Okay. But then <laughs> also the little ones that come in the box, there's Boston baked beans and then there's jawbreakers. Um, and then he got a fireball. Oh, I missed those. And he was like, Daddy, do you want this? And I was like, no. I don't really want to hold a hot ball of candy in my mouth and have to hold it there. It's not my cup of tea. So knowing that, I probably wouldn't like the chili nut peanut M&M's because that just sounds like, why would I want to do that to myself? Yeah, but that's what I got from it. That, that's exactly what I got from it. I don't like red hats. I don't like fireballs. <laughs> yeah, so why would I, you know? But, okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. Tyrone, go ahead and give your shout-out, sir. All right, so shout-out to myself, um, you for inviting us on the show, and most importantly, my queen, uh, who got to give her shout-outs already. Shout-out to you, Tamika. Um, also, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I tweet about once a quarter right now. (laughs) So, uh, look for me probably still under the name Carbon Shadow 004. Uh, should be still there for at least this quarter. Um, I'm on Instagram as, uh, something. I don't know. Fun. (laughs) Sidecar. There you go. I'm on Instagram at Cyclops1914. I can't remember if I changed it or not. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm probably going to start being more social media active. So as it is the summer, you might see something funny occasionally pop up. Uh, but more importantly, shouts out to you, sir. And uh, also looking forward to some more Sin and Silence. Hashtag bring it back quickly. Uh, you know, uh, we've already done two episodes. Uh, I'm saying me on Sentence Island, sir. Oh, oh, yeah, no worries. We, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to build up my voice acting profile. You know what I'm saying? You know, Sentence Island is, you know, then I could be the audio book guy or something. I don't know. We'll work it out. <laughs> I got you. All right. Um, one thing I got to do before we go, um, I did get a voicemail, which is like the first voicemail that I've gotten that I didn't ask for. Um, because of a special show, so I'm excited. Like it's the first one I've ever gotten for a single simulcast. So with that said, what's up, Rashani? This is my first time calling your voicemail. I'm not even really sure. I know, right? <laughs> hey, I just want to let you know that you are dope, and I feel 
so happy that you are around, that I got to be on your podcast and get to interact with you and listen to your podcast and, and laugh at your thoughts and and want to hug you, you know, and I'm not crying. feel I great swear. supporting you and, <laughs> and, you know, I love you. You're great. So, yeah, that's it. Bye. That's Shantae. Shantae is dope. She has a... What's uh, up, Rishani? This is my first time. I know, just wait. Um, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Okay, there we go. Good. Uh, Shantae has a blog called Bury Me in Red Lipstick, which she won't tell me how much lipstick it would actually take to bury somebody in it, like really choke that nigga out. I still need to do some more research. Jay, you still ain't safe. Um, but check that out at buryme-in-red-lipstick.com. Uh She also has a Facebook page of the same name. Be sure to check that out. Um, as long as I'm doing shout-outs, uh, Kai Love uh, recently, uh, well, about a month ago, put out her first album um, called Little Star. It is available on Tidal. It is available on Stitcher, or not Stitcher, on uh, Spotify. And if you hit her up, you can buy a physical copy from her, and I implore you to do so. Her album is fire. Like, I was shocked. And I'm not saying that with any shade. I'm not saying that, like, she can't do anything. Kai Love is ultra talented. Like, whatever she does, it's magic. But this, I was expecting just poetry, because Kai Love does a lot of poetry. Mika, you know. Um, mm-hmm. She's singing on this album. She's rapping on this album she's doing her poetry on this album and every single song on it is a literal tour de force it is excellent i urge everybody if you have spotify at least listen to it on there and then when you find out you like it support local artists support your own purchase that album it is that good i promise you i have yet to let you down never gonna give you up never gonna let you down i will comfort you Oh. <laughs> Come on, bro. Um, but this is Single Simulcast. Again, you can hit us up at 916-572-9016. Uh, the email address is singlesimulcast at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. Be sure to share it with friends. Check out the Off That off that Drank. Off That, D-A-T, Off That Drank podcast. Check out the uh, Recap the Recap. Check out the In Deep Show. Check out uh, Forget That Yo. Um, check out uh, Father Teresa's Wine Cellar. Um, check out Something in Common. They were supposed to be on the show a couple days ago, but they decided to go see Angry Birds instead hope it was good because I've heard other things I really want to know I hope it was good like I'm not even joking I hope it was fucking good um really check out the just uh thinking out loud podcast with uh she be showing up and miss Bougetto. um gosh there's so many out there check out the interracial john podcast with uh miss Leslie Mack and her uh wonderful husband Drew aka very white guy check out the dream team Check out Scarcasm Live with Pimp and Scar. Um, and check out Sin and Solace. It, it, it's here. 
Hope you enjoy it. Single simulcast, episode 210, I think. Maybe 211. I'm going to say both of them because I'm not sure. I think it's 211, though. Um, Robbery in progress. Nope, nope, nope. That, that, maybe, maybe. That's a 211, sir. That is a 211. How do you know that? You've been snitching? <laughs> I know you ain't never been arrested. How you keep getting out? You know what it is. <laughs> and by the way, 211 is the alcohol, homie. That for you, for you, sir, for you. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Y'all be good. We out. Batman, spin the beats. Peace. Brick Scotch.
That's a fact. 
shut up already. Damn.
games.
the guitar player.
Tracy died soon after a long fought civil war. Just after I wiped away his last tear, I guess he's better off than he was before. Than the fools he left here. I used to cry for Tracy 'cause he was my only friend. Those kind of cars don't pass you every day. Tracy, 'cause I want to see him again. But sometimes, sometimes life ain't always the way. Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes I feel. So bad, so bad. Sometimes I wish that life was never ending. And all good things they say never last. Springtime was always my favorite time of year. Time for lovers holding hands in the rain. Now springtime only reminds me of Tracy's tears. Always cry for love, never cry for pain. He used to say so strong. No one could cry the way my Tracy cried. Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes I feel so bad. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I wish that life was never ending. But all good things they say. Nevertheless, often dream of heaven, and I know that Tracy's there. I know that he has found another friend. 
Maybe he's found the answer to all the apes know. Maybe one day I'll see my Tracy again. Sometimes it snows in April. Sometimes I feel so bad, so bad. Sometimes I wish that life was never ending. But all good things they say. Never last, and all good things they say never last. Love it isn't love until it's past. Single simulcast. Don't know my name, and you say.